STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment either real or imagined even if they wanted it now get ready and hit start to continue Well, there he is. Welcome back. There he is, Mr. Wonderful, the hostess with the mostest. We are one day removed from the Berry Game Exchange. Oof. Why Why did you rush this record out of me? What a I'm weekend. Just, I'm just coming out of the post-weekend coma. Actually, I'm going into it. The post-party weekend coma. Hmm. Sounds like you were partying it up way more than I was. Well, yeah, there was a lot of spectacular partying going on. I missed all of it. I wish I could have been there for some of it. Well, it's Monday. Why are we recording on Monday? Well, because tomorrow I got to record TMB. Well, TMB could have went today because I'm back to work on Wednesday. TMB could have went today. My vacation is over after a month. Could have given me one more day to. What are uh, you, you hung over? To get my thoughts in order. Like what? to formulate my thoughts on the weekend. I gave you fair warning. I contacted you at eight thirty this morning. Uh, this is out of respect. I'm drinking uh, spotted cow thanks to my buddy Rocket Sauce. Follow him on Twitter at it, it, it's Rocket Sauce. Nice, straight out of uh, Wisconsin. So I guess that's where he lives then, right? Where did I say Oklahoma? Uh, well, the stuff Sauce brought me I, is probably better. He brought me some genuine craft soda root beer. <sighs> Sounds boring. From around the same uh, area, and it, it was fantastic. It's probably the best root beer I had. You're just saying that because uh, it's out-of-country root beer. If someone had brought you root beer from, I don't know, the root beer capital of... North America, you would say that's the best root beer you ever had, too. You no, know, this was this was good stuff. It had uh, delicate hints of vanilla and honey. Uh, just danced on your tongue. Can you talk like a man? <laughs> Can you? Are you a man? Can you act like a man? God damn it. <laughs> Talks like that. Well, what do you mean? I want to describe it as nice. You know, we don't get too many varieties of root. Well, why aren't you drinking one now? Out of respect, I just well, had one with myself. Just wasted it. Oh, I waited I an hour to have this beer on the show. I got two more left to be saved for Transformers and beer record. Whoa! And then uh, I'm out. And then uh, Sauce has to ship me some more. Uh, yeah, you know, I've seen that somewhere around here. I don't remember where I saw it, but I, I really? have seen it somewhere. Why does the label say only in Wisconsin? I know, but I remember, I don't know where I was, but I took note that I saw it. And I went, hmm, that, I think that's what sauce always goes on about. And then I completely forgot. You know, what I picked up the other day was um, I found it in the LCBO here, the uh, County Cider, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't need to run back to the farm to get it. It's, it's right here. Good. Right Just the straight up stuff or the peach stuff? Straight up. Good. What, the giant it's glass a, bottle or the? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's six bucks. Is that the giant one? 
six bucks a bottle. Can you believe that? I bought one out of respect. <laughs> uh, out of respect. I, well, you've had a good run of ciders at your place. I got to say, I've sampled many of them and I well, enjoyed them all. I would take credit, but uh, they're all my wife's drinks. I like how there's no uh, strongbow in there or anything generic <laughs> like that. No. Oh, hurt my nose. <laughs> that one. No, nah, Strongbow was good when it came out, and I sort of got tired of it fast after a couple of years. I was just listening before you came on to the Hangout, uh, 17 minutes late, by the way. That's okay. You're dealing with your kid, so I can respect that. Uh, I was listening to the, uh, well, it would be the latest CC Hangouts, but it's the one they recorded prior to P1 coming down for the Barry Game Exchange. And uh, have you listened to that yet? Yeah, of course. The entire uh, 12 hours. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was starring uh, Fitnat and uh, Musty. No, no. The CC Weekly thing. Oh, Weekly. That's. Did you not say Hangout? No. Nope. Hmm. Oh, okay. I don't think so. And if I did, I'll edit it out. No, so, uh, CC, CC Weekly. weekly. Yeah. yeah. The Cartridge Bros put out a, a weekly podcast getting us up to date on oh. everything. Video games and club-related news. Did you listen to it? They yeah, can promote course. it themselves. Of course. They can promote it themselves. They spent half the show promoting you. Uh, not on this episode. No, apparently they were loving the crossover STC slash transformers and beer podcast episode. They're demanding mm -hmm. that, uh, you and M my co-host, uh, start up your own show, <laughs> which I strictly forbid. And there will never be another crossover episode again. <laughs> I've had it and I'm putting my foot down. Too many people like that. That's what you're saying. Told you, man. Worlds collide, and then uh, Joey gets angry. Worlds well, I knew collide. I knew you wouldn't like hearing that. Um, so why you're hiding it from me? Because there's no way you're gonna let me and M play together without you. Nope. Looking over our shoulders. Why don't you produce it? Because I do enough. Why don't we do something like that, and you're there, like producing it, pushing the dials. Pushing the faders in and out. Wow, that's fun. You yeah, mean like I do when ago. I after we record STC or T and B? Like you do? Like I do. Like I do's. <laughs> like you do, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's an idea. It's something you could do. We could have a, a high, very uh, top shelf podcast about something. Well, I'll tell you what, let me think about it. Uh no. Is, is M allowed a choice? No. Well, I guess that's it then. There's no other combinations. Okay. You and M already have a show and you and I already have a show. So that's it. Yep. I think that's enough. <sighs> so what time did, um, do we need to do a recap of the Barry Game Exchange? Do you think people want to hear it? Oh, I think so. I think so.
why don't we do that after you uh, run off your intro and tell everyone what they're listening to, especially those people who have tuned in for the first time to your high energy. That was last episode, man. I think I'm still worn out from that. Oh, it was so brilliant. (laughs) What episode are we even on? What is this? I took a guess at 146. Does that sound right? Oh, no. It does not sound right. But it, it could be. We'll look it up on Ask Siri. Siri will know. What? You're in front of your computer. Okay. Pull it up. <laughs> what do you do? What do you what, do? What's the website called again? Um, fuck me. <laughs> Dude, what is it called? Well, STC Pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 146 move on we got it right. i was right hey guys you're listening to episode number 146 stc pod please subscribe to us on youtube at youtube.com slash start to continue you can follow bill on twitter at stc pod you can check me out at ac decepticon bookmark stcpod.com listen to us on itunes under the title search stc pod and if you're listening to us, you got to check out some of the great podcast blogs and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. Thanks again for everybody for tuning in every week, Friday morning, which is when we post our new episodes. Really? That's it? That's all you say? Oh, yeah. I'm Joe. He's Bill. Did you say the uh, YouTube channel? I don't know. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah, I did. What were you doing? Um, I'm having a little nap. That's all. A little nap while you're doing that. Wow. Uh, Glad we're recording. Hey, a little announcement about a little tweak we made in the uh, release schedule of the show. I gave a swift boot up the behind to the person who put out the audio-only versions of this podcast on YouTube because it was very spotty, the release. Some weeks it came out four days late. Some weeks it didn't come out at all. So I had to step up, put on my managerial shoes and apply some discipline. And now we will have a YouTube audio only release of this podcast simultaneous with the release on iTunes. When we come out for a fresh episode, every single Friday, your start to continue podcast. You can find that youtube.com slash start to continue. Special, That's what I did. Special thanks to Podbean for doing it automatically for us when we post. No, no. I had to have a meeting. With, with Podbean? I had to set the rules. You had a meeting with Podbean? I had to set the rules straight. Our hosting site? I'm glad you did. I'm glad you talk, talked to Podbean and got them straight on that. Lazy fucks. So that's what happens. That's a little announcement. So that's exciting. Tons of more exciting stuff coming in the future. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the Canada's largest game swap. Did I say in Canada? The largest in Canada, if not North America. I think they're just, uh, the statisticians are just working out the details now to find out who's the largest, but I think it's up there. I think it might be North America. We'll talk about that. We'll find out some other great stuff Joe has in store, and we'll listen to what um, parts of his dinner comes back up from his throat in the next hour. All that and more right after this. Hi, this is player one of the Cartridge Club, and today I'd like to talk to you about one of my favorite podcasts, Media Mavens. Media Mavens is hosted by Pam and Riley, 
and they cover a wide range of topics from television to video games, K-pop to movies, and they make every show entertaining. In an industry that's awash in 30-something-year-old dudes, it's refreshing to get a point of view that doesn't sound like a carbon copy. I highly suggest you check out Media Mavens. They air every second Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You won't be disappointed. All right, we're back. Thanks uh, thanks to uh, the talented announcer that just read that spot we just put in there that we just heard about the great show that it promoted. It was a good one, right? You sound like you don't know what it is. No, that's not true at all. Should I tell you which one I'm going to put in? If I remember. <laughs> the one we just listened to, you can, yeah, summarize it for me again. Oh. Well, they were talking about another great uh, podcast channel, a video game channel. You know which one it was. Okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. <laughs> See, can you just fucking talk? We don't need to be all this professional nonsense, man. Hey, pretend it's uh, pretend it's a crossover episode. No. Little, for five minutes, give me Projo. Well, this was uh, an exciting and crazy weekend, the Barry Game Exchange weekend. We had, it was here in Barry, Ontario. Uh, we had people all over uh, Canada, the United States, come up to visit us in Barry for the Game Exchange, but uh, more so to congregate together in, uh, in fraternity as the Cartridge Club. And so that started with, uh, we had a couple from Nova Scotia come out, the great P1, Sean, the uh, the czar of the Cartridge Club, and he brought his lovely and charming wife with him, Colleen, and I put them up at my place, uh, as well as Dean, Dean Lasagna uh, from Round 2 Gaming. He came up as well. He flew all the way from Alberta to make the trip, and I think they were the first to arrive. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Dean and Sean and Colleen all stayed at my place, and then we had a whole crew of other people from the state show up. I thought Trump was uh, not letting those people through. Oh, he's letting them out. He's not letting them back in. I hope they got back in okay. We don't know. Don't know yet. Haven't heard back. We had uh, uh, Mighty Q Dog along with his wife, Mrs. Q Dog, so Eric and Melissa. And they brought along, picked up along the way, rocket sauce and a musty hoppet. And a Julian Vega. Julian Vega flew in. Flew in. He came from, in Friday, wasn't he? Friday or Thursday. I think he was the first one in. Yeah, he came in early in the day Friday, and he toured around downtown Toronto for a whole day. Did you hear the latest Fandango? Um, I, I'm up to the part where uh, Kevin and those guys started bashing me. <laughs> so... I, I don't know if I'm, if it's done yet or not. I was in the middle of being bashed and I think I had to go or something was going on, but uh, I don't know how much longer it continues. Oh, it switches uh, but, to me soon after that. Oh, so does it? Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less, but I know it's out of love. <laughs> love and respect. And it was great to see. Yeah. Uh, we, we completely forgot to mention the man, the myth, the legend, J-Rock. Oh, well, yeah, that goes to that question. We're getting to that for sure. I'm uh, I'm still cleaning his hair out of my pool. <laughs> but he warned me about that, so that's okay. I still love him. 
Well, that's where we're getting to. Uh, Fandango uh, was was uh, was questioning whether you would ever let the people know what was happening on the Saturday uh, part of the weekend, because all these people were traveling from all over the world with a with a tease of perhaps going to Joe's house for a little get together. And uh, you were dragging your feet for months and months and months on this. All you dragged your feet almost as long as my scheduler did to grant me the vacation. But before that fandango got released, you did straighten everything out. You got some plans organized, and uh, you were ready to have a little bit of a get together for all the out of towners and the folks who have uh, appeared on STC Pod as a as a big thank you for their efforts. Right. Yeah, I was more concerned about the rain and that's sort of why I was, uh, dragging my feet because the Canadian weather has been extremely unpredictable this summer. You were praying for the rain. You gave yourself one out. You said, I'll do this guys, please come and visit me unless it's raining. So I, I heard you even brought in like some, some shamans. I did a rain dance the night before. <laughs> No, I was hoping it wouldn't rain, but I, I was just concerned. I didn't want people to be bored just sitting in a house doing nothing, right? Like I, why would you want to travel and I want to hang out and see people, but you know, I was trying to think of alternatives in case it rained where we could be active and still together as a group. So that was my concern. Hmm. So in your house was an option? Um, is that, is that no, I would have preferred not to because I right. thought it would be boring. Oh, boring, right? For boring sakes, you would have saved us from the boring of in the house together on the velvet. No velvet. <laughs> well, you know what? I've heard from everyone that was there uh, from for from later in the weekend, and uh, high high grades all around for your uh, soiree, man. Uh, everyone was blown away by host Joe. They've heard pro Joe. Then they got host Joe and they were simply blown away. You mm. pulled it off a hundred percent. It was, it was an incredible time, man. You had everything in order. When I host people, it's a, just a, a moving disaster through the entire day. As I run out of supplies and I have uh, breakdowns in mechanics and roofs cave in and all this, anything that can go wrong. Joe runs this perfect smooth ship. Uh, with a full entertainment deck of things to do. And man, everyone was extremely happy with it. Everyone loved it, man. You did a great job. Well, that's very kind of you to say and of, of them to say as well. I was just, uh, as I told everybody, whenever they said thank you for hosting, I said, I'm just just happy they could make it and we could all hang out together. So You had uh, everything I, taken care of. You I, had, I wasn't happy with it, but whatever. You were fully stocked, like... That uh, that beverage fridge, it took a beating from us, and there was still more that it could have given, and it was like it was like a fountain that never ended. Now, you had that thing stocked, and we kicked the shit out of it, but there was <laughs> there was still stuff coming out. It was great. You told everyone not to bring a thing, so uh, so we didn't. We just showed up. We brought towels. <laughs> That's the one thing we brought, and I'm sure you would have looked after that if we'd forgot those. Man, you did great, man. I would have hand-dried everybody with paper towels. The Personally. Pool, the pool was an amazing 90 degrees. The hot tub was 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 a was a boiling, what do you have it, a one, 105, something like that? 
104. 104, that was that was something else. Um the we had a little bit of rain. What did you think when the rain happened? Uh I knew it would pass, but I just didn't want anybody to get wet. So I was trying to everybody huddled underneath the uh, patio umbrella and some people came inside and there were some people still swimming in the rain. I don't know if you were in the pool or you were in the hot tub then or something. I don't remember. Oh, I was in the hot tub with the ladies. Including J-Rock. Including J-Rock, yeah. yeah. J-Rock's not going to let you stay alone with the ladies. You know, you no. just prowl around. So, yeah. Good. As long as everyone had a good time, then that's all I cared about. Absolutely amazing. You put on a full spread of food. Uh, Rocket Sauce brought his own ketchup. Some American ketchup. Yeah, I don't know if I got... I, did I get... Oh, yeah, you squirted some on. That's right. Yeah, my I did. Dog, my hot dog, that is. I couldn't tell the difference, but then uh, I don't really taste much of my food no. as it goes down. No, it's all just lubricant for you. Help it slide down. Uh, I had so many of your girly drinks that day, I couldn't really tell a difference. There's so much sugar on my teeth and from those girly drinks. Mm. Well, you're drinking what? The ciders? I had Okanagan ciders. Cider. And uh, I don't know, you had all kinds of stuff, man. All kinds of coolers, and it was great. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. And then you guys, uh, I decided to forego the night's frivolities so that I could spend time with my uh, my wife for the evening so that I may be allowed to go out the next day to the Berry Game Exchange, but you led the crew to meet with other people at uh, Buster Douglas's uh, Game Grill, right? Game bar grill. Mm, yeah, that's it. Exactly it. How close were we to, uh, was there a possibility of us running into your family coming home? Like uh, were you, you starting you missed to sweat them by a, You missed them by a mere 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> Did you have time to clean up? Everything was almost, I was in the, uh, I had pulled out the blue bin from the, the pool house and was emptying I was counting out what had been drunk so I could replace it. (laughs) And I was in the middle of counting that as they pulled into the driveway. But uh, everything else was cleaned up. Like because we spent most of the time outside, the kitchen wasn't dirty or whatever. And dishes were in the dishwasher and shit. So yeah, it was a world's almost collided again there. And I would have been in the middle, but I think it would have been okay. I'm sure nobody would have embarrassed me. No, no, no. Of, of course not. But it would have been interesting to hear the explanation of how these people oh, yes. know you. Yes. We're fans of your husband. What? As I, as I, <laughs> as I introduce everybody. <laughs> Don't talk about the podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, we love your, your husband does a great show. What? <laughs> Well, many, many, many people believe that she she has to know you have two podcasts and two blogs and two YouTube channels. No, I don't think so. I'm sure I would have heard about it by now. You're the shadow. You're the modern <sighs> shadow. Just juggling too much, man. It's all going to fall down on me one day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So were you, did you feel overwhelmed at the party? I know when that grill gets a hopping with some. I did when I got out of the pool. There. Yeah. When I got out of the pool and started prepping the dinner, that's when I usually, my anxiety kicks in and 
I, I, you know, you're juggling, like you said, you're juggling the barbecue. Uh, there's a couple of flare ups. Wasn't happy how things were cooking and then trying to bring shit outside. And I didn't want anybody to help because I just wanted yeah. everyone just to relax and enjoy themselves. It's on me. So uh, a little bit of stress there until uh, everybody was fully uh, fed. There's a lot of food. So yeah, a lot more on. Totally. I went for the full Joe, which is uh, a burger, a sausage and a hot dog. And the sausages were good. Farm boy sausages. sausages. Yeah. And I finished off your, uh, you brought half a watermelon, which I ate today. It was good. Yeah. So you didn't give any to your kids. Oh, I gave each of them a slice at, at uh, lunchtime. All right. So uh, after the dinner was done, you, you managed to calm down again and uh, settle in. And we had a bunch of pictures. You're all, you, you got back into a good mood. Do you think you'd do this sort of thing again? I would. I, I, I would prepare myself a bit better in terms of having more stuff ready ahead of time instead of doing it like uh, as the event is going on. You know what I mean? No, because you did everything perfect. Like and, you uh, blew the bill BQ out of the water. Like I'm thinking you and I could probably combine our efforts into something fantastic. I Everyone said care. it was fantastic. No, that was very nice of them. Like I said, as long as everyone was happy, that's all I care about. Okay. So there it is, folks. I we're doing it again there. That was I'm gonna take that as a yes. What? <laughs> you dodged the entire question. Uh, I'll take it as a yes. Well, it's not happening. It it's not happening next year, is it? Because they got, uh, well, they're doing something else, I think. Could be. I don't know if it's going to be like a a yearly thing, which would be cool if it was. It'd be nice to see everybody. It was really, it's that same thing. It's that first time, um, where did I have the same feeling? I think you and I went over to Kevin's house and I met uh, Kevin for the first time, but had been listening to him on Fandango or something. So, you know, it was a little surreal, like when you, uh, P1, um, Colleen and Sauce pulled up, you know, just seeing them, you know, in person as opposed to always through a YouTube channel or something like that, right? Or hearing somebody through a podcast and, you know, Eric and Melissa show up and Musty shows up. It's just, it's a surreal feeling when you've been listening or watching somebody for like over whatever, two years now, right? And then you finally meet them in person. Yeah, you're 100% right. And I think a lot of people were expressing that sentiment now. It's almost like a, a magical feeling. You're, I, it's so weird because it's not like, uh, you know, it's Tom Cruise and <laughs> Brad Pitt walking in. But uh, to us, uh, you know, Musty and the Q-Dogs. It's Brad Pitt and... Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. So yeah, it was wild. Yes, these people are walking around in my house. They're walking around on your deck, and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, very magical. And I didn't want to tell Musty, but I do have a camera in the pool house. So, ladies, I got video footage of Musty changing. <laughs> well, the bastard is so tall. 
and you have a window that's at everyone else's, you know, chest or, you know, head height for him that is, he was just laying his whole junk right on that windowsill. He was so tall. Yeah. Wildly tall. These people in the cartridge club. What is it? What is that? You're right. I think I was like the shortest one. Uh, okay. So let me ask you after you guys left our house or my house, um, you guys are going to Buster Douglas. Mm-hmm. You got, it was a two cars you guys took. Two, yeah. Two yep. Well, and you took, you took the, uh, the express pay route. So you got there first. Yes, we did. Now, I haven't been there for years and years. So I, you'll have to s- describe the experience to those that aren't familiar with, uh, Buster Douglas and, you and tell us what people you met there. Well, it's Dave and Buster's. What? You know, Dave and Buster's is what it's called. Uh, you know, they have a, a bar there and bar food or restaurant type food and a massive arcade. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think if it was two or three cars. Don't forget Miles and Catherine are there too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Julian. Uh, they might have been all in one. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it's yeah, a shame you, it's a shame you guys could have gotten like a like a bang bus party bus kind of thing. That uh, yeah, I was really thinking that earlier on, but then uh, the guys rented a pretty big vehicle themselves. So yeah, I was thinking we should definitely have a bang bus drive us around all day. The tinted windows, yeah, you know the ones that you can serve alcohol in, right? Yeah, party on the inside. Um. Monsters. what's the arcade like is it um obviously it's for an adults right no there's kids there too oh is there it's all ages you go and buy a card and you load up a card with credits and then each game takes a certain amount of credits so, so right you, there you drop like 20 bucks on credits or right there you kind of don't know how much you're spending on each game because each game is so many credits you don't know you don't know the math you know i my, I'm not smart like Eric. I just can't figure these things out. So that's weird. So I just bought, I think, 30 bucks, whatever amount of credits that was, 100 and something credits. And we were the first to get there. So that's what we bought. But it, there was something going on after us where everyone else was getting unlimited cards. If they paid a certain amount or something, they got a card that was unlimited plays at non-ticketed games. So any arcade game, just not the, uh, you know, the kids gambling games that spit out the tickets. Yeah. The one where it was the one where you roll the ball up and get into the, the holes, rocket ball or something. Yeah. Rocket ball, rocket What's ball 2.0, ski ball, ski ball, rocket ball. <laughs> so you can do those. So that was kind of weird how like just people two minutes after us are getting unlimited cards and we had to buy like $30 cards, but whatever. And uh, we were playing a couple games and a lot of those people who bought the unlimited cards found out their cards really weren't unlimited after a while. And it was their cards were emptying out. And so that soured a lot of people, you know, we get in trouble all the time for making up stories about people, but you know, it's fun to do. So I'm going to say that when Melissa's card ran out, there were some words that came out of her mouth that I haven't heard at any of the truck stops that I visit on a nightly basis. It was a wild ride, a string of, a string of vocabulary that 
uh, I can only imagine where that comes from. There was uh, F majors and S sharps and C heavies and all kinds uh, of stuff you know going what? on. She, she probably learned that off Eric. Well, yeah. You know, those uh, dorm days, you know, those yeah. college days. Those uh, <laughs> computer programmer guys, they go crazy. <laughs> they know all the best words. However, as that was going on, uh, the other half of our group, we were also meeting there, d- decided, well, they were going to eat dinner as well. It was it was part of the plan to have dinner while we were there. Of course, um, at your soiree, you fed us like mad, so most of us were stuffed. And uh, But the other crew was making a table there, so we sat at their table. It was Derek and his wife and RetroPixel, and uh, Pam was there. Um who else? I know I'm forgetting. Was Will there? No, I don't think Will was there. Pam was there. Um, I ate one of Pam's uh, chicken wing sliders, by the way. It was good. Um, is that a metaphor or is that actual? No, she got a bunch of uh, bunch of sliders. Chick- and c- what? Chicken wing sliders? Yeah, it was like a chicken wing kind of deal in a slider bun. It's tasty. It was tasty. Anyway, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, the, it was wild. Like, you know, uh, Melissa, Miss Q Dog, always with the details, tried to book reservation at this place. She's like, I got 20 people coming. You need to have a table ready for us. And they were, we're not going to take a reservation for 20 people. You want to bring 20 people, you're going to have to deal with the event planner. And she's like, I can't, I'm not dealing with an event planner at five 30 on this day. There's 20 people coming, be ready. So when we arrive and we get the tables, they assign us one server for like 20 of us. And it's a disaster, of course. Right. You know, the orders take forever to take the drinks take forever to come out. The food came out so randomly um, you know, Pam would have her food, whereas another person would just be getting a drink. And, uh, a lot of us weren't very hungry. So we were ordering small things and Sean wanted, uh, he's like, all right, you know, I'm sitting at the table. I guess I'll have a, I'll have something nice. I'll have a milkshake. How about a milkshake and, uh, give me a chocolate sundae or something. So the guy's like, okay. Yeah. Do you want the sun? You want me to wait on the Sunday until everyone's in desserts? And he's like, no, bring me the Sunday right away with the milkshake. No problem. So an hour later, he got a Sunday delivered to him. An hour later. And I don't know if you know about those East Coasters, but they got uh, they got a bit of a temperament. Uh, I do know that. Sorry, I was having a drink. <laughs> so he managed to get under the table and lift the entire table up over his head <laughs> and throw it over a railing onto the giant fighting robot game and toppled over those robots onto a bunch of kids. At that point, he didn't want to stay any longer. So (laughs) he was like, you know what? Take this Sunday and uh, I don't want it. No, thank you. You had your chance. Um, I just want to pay the bill. And uh, that's it for me and Dave and Busters. He was not happy. Colleen wasn't happy. We were all, you know, going, what are we doing here? 
Um, so he wanted to go. And uh, so J-Rock's, yeah, yeah, this is enough of this. Let's get out of here. And Dean, too, was with our party. So we're like, yeah, in solidarity, we're going to take off. And so our party left Dave and Buster's at that point. And we went home. And the rest of the group stayed there to enjoy more of the arcade action. Uh, they did manage to get all their unlimited cards, I guess, reflashed or something. And they did get some more gameplay in. And that gave us, actually, opportunity to go back to my place and... Uh, kick some suitcases and debris to the side and uh, get the place a little bit cleaned up for when they were done. The rest of the group, they could come up to my place and bury if they were so inclined before heading back to their uh, Airbnb in Newmarket. And sure enough, that's what they did. These guys, these Americans, they know how to party. They had their full night of arcading. It was like 11 at night. Still wanted to come up and spend more time with us. And I'm like, come on, bring it on. So they showed up uh, at night. Uh, you know, it was, must have been 10, 30, 11. And uh, there was no stopping. They just, it was good times for a long time. We stayed up late. Everyone in the house. Um, even, uh, even P1, Sean managed to stay up and he's from the East Coast. So he's like, how many hours ahead of us is the East Coast? Uh, that would be one hour, four sorry. or five hours. So, no, uh, sorry, my math is off. You said East coast, uh, yeah. they're, uh, six hours ahead, six hours. So he's like, this is five in the morning for me, people, but I still want to enjoy your company. So there was lots more drinking going on. And, uh, I made some, uh, did I make some of my popcorn that night? Might've made some of my popcorn, a uh, little, uh, demonstration of the whirly pop the whirly pop bill mm -hmm. method. Um, and that was it sometime late at night, everyone left and we all went to bed. Uh, we knew we had to get up early the next day because that would have been Sunday, right? The event day. Yeah. You know what I should have done was <clears throat> after I put my wife to bed here, I was getting up early anyway. I should have just came up to your place. After you like put the chloroform away, you mean just, yeah. After, you know, after she thought she fell asleep naturally, <laughs> I should have just came up and hung out and then slept at your place. Like on the, I would have brought my sleeping bag and slept on the floor. I don't care. Wow. That would have been a great idea. Yeah. Man, why, I don't know why I didn't think about it. I'm such a idiot. The Dave and Buster's thing. I was just going to summarize on paper. It sounded like a great idea to get like the whole multitude of us together, but I don't know. I, I guess I can blame it on the venue. They didn't have their act together. Like the one server thing for 20 people, if, if they knew they had a party of 20 coming, like when you, you've, you've been a restaurant manager, wouldn't you have gotten right out there on the floor and made sure that party was looked after? There's 20 people, um, you know, who, it could be 20 new families of customers you could be gaining after this. Instead, they give, uh, give them one, one waiter. You can't really, can't put too much blame on him. He had 20, no. 20 separate orders to do. Charge that and actually help that server. It seemed the whole place was understaffed. Like the part where you go and get this card was lined up to about a 15 minute wait. There was only one person on the cash. It's like, what, what, what are you guys doing? It's Saturday night. So 
I don't know. Again, we got to think up something better. We got to think up something better. Anyways, it was, I, I had a ball when everyone was back at the house. So maybe that's the, that's the deal. I just need to get a bigger house so I can have more people. We got the uh, NES mini going, playing that for a little while. It's good times. It's good times. Um, what more can I say? So the next day it was the event day. Uh, vendors were, could have got into the venue at eight. I think we elected to get there for nine because we didn't want to push you too early. If we'd have left at eight, that means you would have had to have left your house at something insane. No, just six thirty, but that's fine. But there was no need. I left my house at seven. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Roughly you, seven. Yeah, you're a little late, but that's you gotta okay. move your phone away from the microphone. It's nowhere near the microphone. You're breaking up. Quit, quit texting me. Your Samsung is radiating everything. <laughs> no, but I, I left my house. Um, okay, I think it was like seven fifteen, and then. I was on my way after I got uh, some cash, some coffee, and I took the highway right up. We got to the venue on time. You and I shared a table, though, table and a half, though, is mostly your stuff. I just bought a little stack of games, and the setup process was fine. Everything was set up way before VIPs came in. We got to say hi to people, and kudos to Haji for picking another, or for picking this venue as what is probably going to be the permanent uh berry game exchange area right. for the next while could it could there be a better spot like no, it was it, suited it, every need yeah for those that didn't go it, it was basically situated inside a, a community center but they used the uh, hockey rink area well ventilated nicely lit we were situated right against uh one of the looking against the boards so there's a whole row of cartridge club tables there I don't think you could have asked for a better place and better setup. Yeah. And uh big thanks to cartridge club for, for supplying those tables to uh, some of us cartridge club vendors, uh, especially me. Big thanks to P one for giving me a table. And uh, I thought, uh, am I getting a half a table? I don't, at first I didn't even know if I'd have enough for a half a table, and uh, just the way things worked out with Derek and RetroPixel kind of getting more space for themselves, we ended up, me and you, having a table and a half, which we filled, shockingly enough. And so we had RetroPixel on one side and RhinoVision on the other, and they couldn't have been better neighbors. Retro got, Retro got a little rowdy. Yeah, he does. He does. You got uh, to watch it. But uh, Ryan was great. <laughs> well, Ryan was great, except, uh, you know, a little bit of price wars going on. You know, I don't know if you noticed all the, the subterfuge and the what was going on with the, the spying of the prices and all that. Oh, no, I didn't you notice that. But um, both of us, both of us were selling the Namco plug and play Mrs. Pac-Man. Actually, in fact, me and you, we had two of those to sell, but we only put one on the table because we didn't want to flood the market, so to speak. So once we sold one, we'd put out the other one. I had 25 bucks on it. Because I know at my local video game store, that retails for $50. So I thought 25 would be fine. 
I happen to look over to RhinoVision's table, and he's got the exact same one. He's got 15 on it. And well, you can't be having this. So I take the sticker off mine, make up a new sticker, 15 on mine. He's got 15 on his. When I did my little tour around, I spotted them eh, maybe three or four more tables. Everyone had it for 15. They sat there for the entire show, right? It was in the last hour when a uh, guy finally came around. You were manning the table. And he was uh, checking out our Namco, Mrs. Pac-Man, right? He had it in his hand. Well, he looked at it and then he walked away or walked down to Ryan's area, like table, one or two tables down. And then mm -hmm. when, I, when I saw him again, he was buying uh, Ryan's Namco. Yeah. Yeah. He sniped, he sniped our buyer. You know what happened? They gave a little instant price drop over there. They said, um, $10 right here, $10. Boom. Mm. Boom. 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 But you know what? He is a more experienced seller. He is. So. He is a pro. Him and his wife, they are, they, she's, they are sharks. They are the cartridge club sharks right there. So I got to be on my toes next time. Well, you know what? I, I was, this was the first time I've ever tried to sell anything at a show. If you could say I was even a seller at the show, it was more of like just an assistant more than anything. But, um, uh, I certainly learned a lot and I know what to do now for the next time. Cause I will, or I would like to have a table. I think one, I thought having a table would be a real negative to the show. Like it would tie you down. Um, you know, like you just, you'd, you'd, you'd miss out scoping out stuff. Cause usually you do two or three laps around, right? You'll find stuff that you missed or, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just what, love, love where this is going. <laughs> what are you laughing at? All right. Where's it going? Tell me now, motherfucker. I'm sure you did not feel fettered at all because much like our real job, it was me manning the, 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 the dials and the levers Listen, <laughs> and hashtag where's Joe at the start. I did one lap around and I came back and said, Hey man, okay. You take off. Go do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm going to stay here for a bit. I'm like, all right, see ya. <laughs> and then I came back and said, okay, man, you want to go out and take a look? You're yes. Like, mm, I don't know. Mm, I said, I yes. Know. I don't know if I trust you. I stepped away five feet from the table and glanced back and our table was uh, unattended. And I, I had a right $400 cartridge on the front lip of the table unattended. He was gone. There we go. Just like work. Not, not true. I was talking to uh, retro pixel. Yeah. 10 miles away. <sighs> Listen. So I, had to as I was saying, as I was saying before you went crazy, I've learned a lot from that one show and know what to do now for the next show, which I think I'd like to have a table because one, you know, dragging your bags around, you get chairs to sit down on. Mm -hmm. So I know my old ass was getting tired. I, I can't walk around for fucking four hours, five hours now straight. And uh, it's just nice to hang out with a group of people around that, that, you know, right. So, um, 
I've already been devising up a little game plan. I'm strategizing what to do for behind the table for displays. I've got my, my, I've started up my sale bin already. <laughs> I bought some stuff today that I'm going to save for the next show. If I can't sell it on uh, eBay. Is that going to the warehouse? Uh, it will be in the warehouse. Yes. You can, when you're back to work next time, you can check out the warehouse. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like I said, man, it was just, it was a extremely quick and steep learning curve, but uh, I actually really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. So probably because I was sharing the table with you, just like when you and I are at work, I enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. Cause you get to run around and do whatever you want. I don't run around. I'm in the room with you all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, Hey, same thing, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, that probably why I didn't go out too much on the, on the selling floor. Cause I, I was really digging selling stuff. Taking money in is a whole lot more fun than uh, taking out of your wallet. And we were beside two great vendors and Derek was just a little further down and his wife and they brought their little baby, their cute little baby. And uh, Miles and Catherine were just a little bit further down the other way. It was funny. Rhino vision. He was between, us and Derek and his wife and their baby. And he was, uh, he found having a baby right beside your table is, uh, is not good. <laughs> so as soon as the eyes see the baby, they're off your table and towards the baby. So he was suffering from uh, baby itis, hmm. baby anti vendor venderitis there. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was loads of fun. It was a little bit stressful keeping my eye on, the high, uh, the high value stuff. Not that there was a lot on our table, but that was a little stressful because, uh, there was some shenanigans going on. Ryan had a disc taken out of one of his multi-disc titles, like right there in front of him. Somehow it disappeared. Uh, so you gotta keep sharp Eagle eyes and it's like having a yard sale when you have nobody on at your location and then suddenly you have 30 people all with their hands all over the place at once. And, uh, kudos again to Derek, uh, pushing the spreadsheets. We had a spreadsheet, a selling spreadsheet that listed, uh, the titles and what you're willing to, you know, what you paid for the title and what you're willing to take for it, what you're listing it for and how low you'll go. That was really good to have. And I, I actually kept up with it throughout the show so I could keep a running kind of inventory of how I'm doing, if I'm losing money or not. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. And like you said, where we were all this group together, it was just like a party back there behind the benches. You know, people would come and go and leave their bags and hang out for a bit and talk. And you weren't stuck out there on the sweaty floor on the selling floor. Yeah. The only way it could have been better was if we were back to back, like in an aisle, could have shared like the center, but, um, now, I like having the I like having the glass right behind us. Then you don't have to worry about anyone coming up behind you. You could set your stuff back there and lean against the wall. You know, we should have a banner up there on the glass next time. Well, we'll be more prepared next time. Mm. If you want to do it, I want to hear. I want to hear more of your ideas. No, those are. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you in private. 
I got some good ideas to get uh, eyes drawn to our table. Oh, are you going to take your shirt off? Well, yeah. What's one? That's not really a surprise. So whoever else wants to copy that, go ahead. <laughs> but um, no, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. And I, you did some pretty good sales there. I was actually stuff that I didn't think would sell sold pretty well for you. So. Yeah, there were surprises. You know, I was surprised at the stuff that didn't sell and surprised by some of the stuff that did sell. Um, yeah, but back to the table again. I think it would be really different experience if it was just us uh, in a row with, you know, P Market and, you know, no, someone else strange. Yeah. Like it was a real camaraderie what was going on with our row. So that, that made the whole difference, made it, made it that much more fun. So definitely want to do that again, if we can arrange that. And yeah, I am up for doing it again. All right. All right. Start stocking up. Uh, yeah. So we made it through the whole show. Um, a lot of Joe disappearances. Um, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I, I have to shit so bad. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll be right back. Two hours later, two hours later, he comes oh. sauntering back with a burger in his mouth. Yep. Um, you saw anything? How we doing? <laughs> uh, you know what, dude? I had a guy looking at your Sonic too, but it, you didn't have a price on it. So I said 15 and he walked away. Well, I would have given it to him for five. Well, what can you do? Well, apparently, uh, <laughs> well, man, you I was pretty, on that one. I was pretty happy. You came up with some giant sales at the end when I was doing a last minute ditch to get a title. You came up with yeah, what, like 60 bucks in sales. That's right. Caught some guy uh, glancing, and I thought, what the hell will Bill say? So I mean, started smooth-talking some bullshit at him, convinced him to pick thing, two things up. That was it. <laughs> nice. Took some lip, I, I price-adjusted a little bit there to uh, sweeten the deal, and you still ended up making more than what your lowest taken no. offer, I think, would have been. Yeah, you did go below on the Mario duck hunt, but that's okay. It was only by $2 and it, it, it yeah, sweetened the deal for that. the rest. Yeah. Throw that I out. did have this one kid. I had this one kid come up, must've been 12, 11, 12, 13, something like that. He wanted to buy mortal Kombat for the PS four. And I think I had 20 bucks on it. he's like, um, can you do any lower than $20? Can, can you come down? on that if if i buy that from you all right sure no problem how about i look at my spreadsheet see what the lowest i can take is it says 15 you know what i'll give it to you for 15 he's like oh okay um would you take 10 and i looked at him i looked at my spreadsheet and i looked at him again you know i i, I do need to take i'm sorry i need to take 15 on this and then he used one of my plays right from my book of the first move you make. And he goes, come on. That's what, that's what I do. That's my first move. Come on. 
Like really, he he gave me the come on. I I looked at him and I I gave a little chuckle and oh, that's that's my move. Uh, that's, hmm. I appreciate what you're doing here, my friend, but I have to stick to 15. And he gave me the come on again, which was pretty good. And I stuck to my 15. And then he started digging around his change. And he went, how about if I give you $10.63? And I went, this is amazing what I'm seeing here. I am seeing this guy. He's pulling off all the stops. I love it. I'm still going to get 15 from him though. <laughs> Sorry, kid. I got to get to 15. And he, he comes back to the number one move. Come on. Come on. Come on. He finds another dime. 1075. I'm like, I love you, man. I really do. Just give me the 15 and we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> and then he says, hey, well, if I give you 15, I won't have another $5 to spend on something else. I'm like, well, but this is a good game. So in the end, he did give me the 15, but God damn it. I love that kid. Oh. Next time I'll give him the bigger break next time. Did, did you uh, find any deals? Cause I, you went out there near closer to the end of the, the show. Did you manage to grab anything for uh last minute low ball? No, got to sell kind of deals. No, I wanted big thing I was looking for was uh, Bayonetta two on the Wii U that had the bonus disc of the first game uh, in the same. So a two disker Bayonetta one and two for the Wii, Wii U and a couple guys, two, three guys had it for $60. <clears throat> when I first uh, went for it, I couldn't get them to come down at all. And then I went with a half an hour left in the show and he managed, I, I could get him down to 50 and I told them all show long, I'll give you $40 for this. It's, it's done $40 and we can do it. And they wouldn't go that low, but they did go down to 50. And then I went one last time when they were packing up and asking, you still got the bayonetta here and I still have $40. And they're like, yeah, well, we're going to take it home with us. Like, okay, that's it. So I did not get that, but my most exciting mm -hmm. find was the other thing on my list. I had like three titles on my list for the whole day to look for. And the other one was a copy of Slither for the ColecoVision because I have the Coleco uh, roller controller. And I think there's only two games that use it, Slither and maybe uh, Missile I was, Command. I was wondering why you picked up the Slither. It looked like a good yeah, copy, though. Yeah, I'm looking for that forever. They do sell it at my oh. local uh, video game store, Power Up Gaming, for the retail price of $25, which I have asked them to lower in the past, and they will not. And so I found it on this guy's table for $10, and I said, hey, I'll give you $5 for the Slither. He's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, yeah, I know. Who would want this except for me? So 5 bucks. I got it for $5, and I was extremely happy. That made my day. That's good. You never Slither. told me what you were even looking for in the show. I did many times. Um, no, many. You times. never said slither. <laughs> yeah, I said slither. Uh, and an interesting side side note to that story: um, Kevin had came in with the VIPs right at eleven, and uh, <laughs> you know that guy's got to pee a lot. So Sarah had to drop him off immediately at the door for him to run in and pee while she went and parked. And uh, while she was parking, he did come in. And he said hello to us at the table, and he's like, "Hey, man." 
he gave me the tease. He's like, I got something for you. I got something. You're, you're not going to know what it is, and you're going to love it. Uh, that's great. Thank you very much. I can't wait to see it. You know, he meets Sarah, and they go on and doing their thing, and we're selling at the table, and that's when I went and got my slither. And later in the day, I see him. I think I saw him on the sales floor, and I'm like, hey, I found this slither I was looking for. Who'd, who'd have figured I'd find slither for the ColecoVision at this thing? He's like, eh. That was the thing I brought you was slither. <laughs> like what? What is the odds of that? So yeah. Thank you, Kevin. That was very uh, thoughtful of you. We're not giving it to you. I slither. I missed all of that. Didn't hear it. You broke up. When I broke up? Yeah. Mm. I said, it's all uh, Kevin's fault. I need for the slither and give you the slither that he originally was going to give you. Agreed? I don't know. You're breaking up. I only heard Kevin's fault. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm going to say Kevin was super generous in thinking to bring that for me. That was super generous. And he brought me a uh, new complete inbox sealed uh, EA sports plug and play. It has the uh, NHL 95 and the Madden, what, 93 on it, something like that. So that's an awesome little plug and play console. And uh, this is sealed up complete in its display copy. So thanks again, Buried on Mars. Mars, we saw a new warmer Mars, I thought, at this show. He was uh, very, he was huggy and friendly and uh, just beaming with radiance all show. Do you see how many uh, photos he took with everybody? He was like Johnny Hollywood out there. Yeah, I saw it. I should have thought about doing that too. <laughs> you should have? <laughs> it was just nice to see him. Absolutely. And certainly, and certainly, in, uh, and certainly in a happier mood. Well, you know, they trashed us so bad on the Fandango. I think he, they felt a little guilty. So he gave us some love and we got to hang out. Sarah came back and sat with me at the table for a while. We got to visit. I love having a table. I love having a home base like that. I love it. I love it too. I love it before you. Oh. So what happened? We uh, The show ended. All of the cartridge clubs stayed and pitched in to help uh, break down the show, break down all the tables and chairs. And I can't imagine how Haji does that or would have done that by himself or with his partner and wife or whatever at the end of the show, man. Even with the whole group of us, it still took. How long did it take? At least half an hour, 20 minutes? Yeah, oh, yeah, at least. And then you have a, uh, a lot of tables. You had that one vendor that refused to break down his six tables. I don't know if I should badmouth anyone. I'll okay. badmouth we'll him. We'll that P market douchebag. I was going, what, what are you doing, buddy? Are you packing your shit? I think he was waiting for everybody to pack out so he could back his car in or something. Or van. Maybe. That wasn't happening. You fucking dick. He, he's the guy from Belleville. He's that store in Belleville I told you about. He's the guy in Belleville. Remember I showed you that picture of, uh, was it Fortress Maximus or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, what pr he gave me some outrageous price on it, laughing like I could never buy it off him because he had such an exorbitant price on it. Douche. I, I don't like that store. I don't like it. That's the store that takes from uh, our old honey hole in Belleville that wipes out our old honey mm -hmm. hole to stock his own inventory. Anyways, shouldn't say anything bad about Haji's vendors. I'm sure they're all great. I'm sure they're all great. But that guy could have broke down a little bit earlier. We were all waiting on him. And then it was decided we were going to go to Uncle Bob's Country Buffet, which is an amazing buffet with a terrible name. And again, we brought a huge party of uh, at least 20 people, 26 people. But um, this worked out a lot better than the uh, the Buster Douglases. Yeah, because you got a nice buffet. You just go up whenever you want. Um, even a dainty eater like J-Rock can uh, go grab uh, some croutons or something and uh, push it around on his plate. Would I have been pleased with this buffet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did they you have know, seafood? Well, yeah, Dean was up to his elbows in the, in the mussels dish, digging around in there, oh. like, uh, like bobbing for apples, but for mussels. Did they have uh, ribs? They had ribs, but this place, mm. uh, the chicken they do, I, I don't know. They must salt brine it all because then deep fry it because it is so uh, succulent and with a hint of salt yet moist it is really good. And they have uh, in the dessert section, a massive dessert section, of course, but they also have a mini donut maker right there behind the glass, you know, with the, the mini donuts floating in the oil out of the way. And then they plop them out. Those were super good. And you know what? They didn't hassle us there. And I looked at my, my uh, Google uh, maps or whatever that keeps a timeline, keeps tabs on me, what I've been doing. Uh, and it summarized for me today, we spent three hours at that place and I never once came around and said, you know what? You guys have been here for three hours. Can you go? <laughs> they left us alone. We had an entire wing of that restaurant to sit around, move around tables and change chairs and drink coffee and have a good time. So thanks uncle Bob's. Maybe we can get them to sponsor the show or something. It's in the Value Village parking lot. That's how I know about it. Is that the same Value Village that everyone checked out, or was that a different one? Yeah, well, there's only one, so that's the one. And then again, uh, it's like, come on back to my place. Let's sit around some more, because you got people like the Q Dogs and the Rocket Sauces and Julian Vegas, Latin Legends coming to town. You don't want to let them go away. So come on back to my house. And it was a beautiful night out. It was nice and cool, but not cold. I thought it'd be super nice to sit on the back deck and in the backyard and toss stories back and forth and have some drinks back there, put on the lights around the deck, you know, and uh, this swarm of mosquitoes came out like, a, I don't know, like a, it, it was clouds of mosquitoes. I don't, I don't know where from. There's no standing water. But uh, these mosquitoes just started attacking everyone. At one point, you know, 
Catherine was uh, rolling around in the backyard just to get the mosquitoes off her head and everything. And it was just wild. Miles was throwing a blanket over her and the mosquitoes were still trying to get through. I brought out some, uh, you know, uh, anti-bug stuff, but nothing was working. So I'm like, let's get back inside because this is, this is not no good. So everyone filed back inside. I, don't, I didn't have enough chairs. So I'll tell you that. There was a lot of people in there. The walls swelled wide with the amount of people, but it's still a great time. I, I don't know where all the booze came from because I was running out of booze the day before and um, the fridge was full again. People were bringing stuff. Uh, it was great times uh, telling stories back and forth. There was going to be a Game of Thrones screening at some point, but everyone was having too good a time telling stories and having fun. Um, again, you... Should we get back to you? Because you you had to leave after helping break down. I know you were on the fence about coming out to Uncle Bob's. Well, you don't have to get back to me. You can take your story, man. No, I, well, Pete, we're getting lost. We're, we're forgetting about oh. Joe, but you're leaning back too far in your chair. So let me bring you back in. I could see it in your eye. You were got, You might have went to this buffet. That's why I figured. I think my wife would have appreciated it better if I, if I made it back home after we clear up the tables, I gave everybody, you know, a nice hug saying great seeing you. Great meeting you. Thanks for coming down. Just nice hanging out. And uh, I just booted it back home to uh, spend some time with the kids before they went down to sleep. So that was my night. Nothing exciting. I did watch the Game of Thrones that night, and it was fantastic. I haven't seen seen it yet, so so just hold on there. Yep. So when you got back, did, did, were you still late getting back, even though you left early, kind of thing? Yeah, because you had such a ride. I got back home at six thirty. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad, but like I said, I it would have been I was starving, so it would have been great to go to an all you can eat buffet and make them pay for it teach them a lesson and just <laughs> hang out more with you guys. Cause like uh, the only time I got to see everybody was when they came over here or at the show, but at the show, everyone's running around doing their own thing. Right. So never really got a, a solid opportunity just to sort of kick back and really chat and do whatever. Right. So that was my, that was my regret for uh, this weekend. And, um, I think if it ever happens again, I'm going to do some things differently. Very interesting. Put, put the boots down. <laughs> uh, very, so anyway, very interesting. Everybody's at your place. You guys are all chit-chatting and stuff. Everybody, yeah. There's a couple people that couldn't make it. Uh, Hodge did come, even though he, you know, organized the whole thing was probably running on zero sleep. He still managed to make an appearance at the house. So that was cool. But, uh, uh, Josh, uh, creep lead. He couldn't, uh, he couldn't come over. He was, he was, he rode a motorcycle there without any vended. How did he have all of his inventory on a bike? It was him and a buddy, but I think his buddy was sort of running the show for the most part. I don't uh, think Josh brought his usual table full of items. Hmm. Man. Well, he, I know he did sell a lot. He was very happy with what happened. So I don't know, but. His um, buddy gave me a great deal on a shitload of games. So, which you kept secret, 
I only found out through other people that you bought this massive lot. That's uh, Bowser's fart sack, by the way, who you bought that from. Was that him? He's the guy. He's the guy who hooked me up with my Wii U. I owe that guy a lot because me and my kids have loved that since the spring. I wish I had known. I would have. Uh, I don't think he knew who I was. So I, as I was going through all the shit there, I was talking to Josh, but not really to the other guy. And then I sort of, well, well I, talked, I talked him into a great deal. Mm, crazy whatever whatever that is worth but i i was certainly appreciative of it i just wish i known it was him i'll have to remember that for the next one yeah that's him um yeah, why are you going crazy about what i bought and not and didn't tell you you didn't ask what i bought anytime i came back to the table well it was all secret subterfuge so we'll talk no about the pickup video the pickup video will be interesting i cannot wait to see what's happening because <clears throat> I heard a lot of complete inbox talk, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Who, who's spreading rumors? Anyways, let me, I'm going to attempt to name a, uh, the cartridge club component that was there. Okay. For the, for the show. So we can get everyone in and try not to forget everyone. You ready? You ready? I'm going Ooh. for it. You ready? You had Rhino Vision. You had Sean P1. Canadian Retro. Troy. You had me, Pam. Mrs. Q Dog, Mr. Q Dog, Retro Pixel, Dean Round Two Gaming, it's Rocket Sauce. You had Frazier and his wife was there. You were there. Uh, Buried on Mars, Kevin, his wife Sarah, Creepily, Josh, J Rock, Derek and his wife and his baby. Uh, the Towering, the Towering Musty Hobbit was there. Mike from the Retro Lectors, we didn't talk about him. Uh, Rose Limmer Lapin. Nintendo Hodge, of course, Miles and Catherine, and the Latin legend, Julian Vega. But one of the highlights I got to say the day when a guy walked up to me and stuck his hand out and said, Hi, I'm Tim of Heru OK. And I'm, it's my pleasure to meet you. I went, Wow, holy smokes, you made it. Got to meet one of the Heru OK guys. And that was, that was pretty cool. And you know what? He came back to the house too. That was a really good time hanging out with him. I got to bug him to get more Heru OK content out there. I think you forgot to say Pam and Will. I did say Pam. Did I forget did Will? I think you forgot Will. I don't know why you don't like that guy, but so I love Will. He is super charming to me all the time. He, uh, in the spring show, he saved me from buying a game that I wouldn't have liked. So he, uh, he stepped on a mind for me. It was a game he was selling. His, <laughs> uh, he had four copies of, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it properly. Ikaruga for the GameCube. Oh, right. Yeah. God damn, that game looks good. But I didn't want to spend. Well, I'm sure he would have knocked a little bit off, but it was still, it's still on the high end for me. Yeah. But really. uh, I believe he got rid of all four copies. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah, they, he always has nice stuff at his table. All right, so let's finish off the night. At some point, we uh, broke up into groups. The people that had to see Game of Thrones, they went downstairs, and I put it on the old projector for them. Uh, I think that just left. That was Musty, uh, Dean, and Rocket Sauce watched that. And the rest of us, that was left. Um, Sean and Colleen, like, like I said, they're on East Coast time, which is, I think it's seven hours ahead, so 5 o'clock in the morning for them. They had to go to bed. And that left uh, myself and Kevin and Sarah 
and uh, the Q dogs. And uh, I think that was it up there. I don't want to forget anybody. Rocket sauce. He, he watched game of Thrones. Okay. I think it was just the Q dogs and uh, the buried on Mars crew and me. And it was great. I loved it. We were, we were talking trash. We got to talk trash about other people. That was good times. Other people not named Joe, you know, stuff about Joe. What's the truth about Joe? You know, stuff like that is good times. Uh, again, you know, the language coming out of Melissa. It, I was uncomfortable a few times, but uh, kept going, kept going. I kept with it. Tried to keep up with her, but I, I don't know a lot of those words. So, uh, however, um, oh, uh, and Miles and Catherine took a bunch of people downstairs before the Game of Thrones showing. And there might've been some secret production going on down there. So you can look mm. forward to that from the flock of nerds channel at some point. I thought you guys would have done a whole big, like pickup video or something. Really? No, there wasn't, there wasn't any of that. Like Kevin didn't bring his big camera. So there was a lot of people looking to do big productions. Although look, look out for the flock of nerds or something coming from them. You know, they have a podcast, right? Called flock talk. I've heard of it. You can look forward to that. Pretty good. The first day of every month, you get a brand new episode of Flock Talk. And uh, geez, that went out. We again late night again went on until the wee hours because you got the Q dogs there. You got these people here. You got to use them up. You got to get every second, every inch of them into you while you can. And that's it. The next day, everyone had to go. Sean and Colleen had to head back east. Dean had to get on a plane. Uh, J-Rock, you know, he, he was, uh, his mother lives right around the block from me. Though, so that's how easy it was for him to come back and forth. Uh, so he had to spend some time with his, uh, with his family, get some FaceTime in there. And then the, all the outer towners had to head back. I did see that they did hit a Tim Hortons before they left. That was their goal to hit a Tim Hortons. Mm. I wonder if they were disappointed. No, I think they really liked it. <laughs> they actually had like the, the plates, you know, uh, if you insist, Tim Hortons will give you your stuff in plates and ceramic mugs. A lot of Canadians don't even know that Tim Hortons has plates and ceramic mugs, but if you say you're eating in, they will, they will serve it up right to you. So they had that whole spiel and yeah, all I can say is a warm, warm, warm. Thank you to the effort put in from all those guys, especially the out of towners to come such a vast distance and share their time with me and put up with my kids and, uh, spend time with you and, and putting up with our stories and the mess of my house and the wonky bathroom switch that kept turning the light off in the middle of people doing their business. My apologies. Things happen, but, uh, I don't think I've had a weekend like that in forever. It was, uh, it was amazing. It was really great experience. I can't wait to experience it again. It was so good. Let's get more people next time. Yes, I completely agree. It was, uh, it was my, my privilege to honestly meet everybody and amazing that everyone is willing to make the trip down or up 
depending which way you want to look at to uh to our little part of the uh the country here and 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 actually want to share it with us and and meet us and hang out with us so mm-hmm. and hopefully uh I, I don't know if it could ever happen, but hopefully one day I'd, I'd love to return the favor and, and go to their neck of the woods and, and yeah. be their guest. Can't, and can't congrats there. Can't congratulate Haji enough on a, on a perfect event and can't thank P one and P two enough for creating this community that brought all these zany people together. And a big thanks to Kevin as well for introducing us to this community. Uh, it was wild. I think uh, this is the start. This is how religions start, isn't it? And how and P two should uh, P two. Looking forward to seeing you next time. All right, with that. All right, I, my I hope we didn't forget anybody. I hope you will uh, accept our thanks as uh, genuine because it truly is. Uh, I really mean it. It really meant a lot to me this weekend. And Joe, I had a ball with you, my friend. It was good times. Thank you for coming up to Barry and helping me with the table. That was definitely what made it. It was good times. Thank you. How can I say we're a good team? All right. Thanks listeners for tuning into this. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it was entertaining, but uh, a little look back on the weekend. Um, look forward. We're going to try and hopefully have a pickup video at some point with, uh, I didn't get much, but I know Joe got some crazy stuff. He had uh, arms full of stuff that just appeared at the end of the show. So look out for that on our YouTube channel. I'll start to continue. Um, you can go to our website, stcpod.com. You can buy your Amazon gear. If you go to our website first and click on our Amazon links, it uh, gives us a little commission at no cost to you. And other than that, I don't know what to say. You can post it and post it.
doesn't seem to be. 